and nice to have all of you with us. And this morning, I want to begin by starting us, I'm sure some of you have already started, to get us ready spiritually and intellectually and Jewishly for Pesach. And I want to do it by beginning our reminder about the curious way in which our rabbis treat sentences. That is, when the rabbis look at words in the Torah, they really feel a tremendous sense of freedom to chop them up, switch them around, interpret them in all sorts of ways, and to use sentences almost with uh, a freedom that you would think uh, is brazen, were it not for the fact that it, hasn't, that it has created the Jewish tradition in all of its many, many facets by this kind of intellectual, um, I would say, elasticity and also this uh, intellectual skill. And I will give you a story as an example of the way in which the rabbis treat sentences. They tell a story of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi who met the Messiah. And he said to the Messiah the same thing all of us would say if we met the Messiah. When are you coming? And the Messiah said, Hayom, which means today. And then, no surprise to you, the Messiah didn't come. And so Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi once was meeting Elijah, who of course is supposed to announce the Messiah in the, work, announce the, Messiah in the world, and he met him in the marketplace. And Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, the Messiah lied to me. Elijah said, what do you mean? He said, he told me he was coming Hayom. And Elijah said, no, 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 you, you didn't listen to the end of the sentence. He was quoting from Psalms, Psalm 92, Hayom im tishma'u, today, if you will listen to my voice. That's what God was saying. So the rabbis add on to sentences, they shorten sentences, they tumble them around, and this brings us to the Seder. Because the Seder, as you may know, is in part extracted from a whole variety of sources and combined to create a new organic unity that, of course, is the book that allows us to um, be free with our, our meal, but not free with the order of our meal. In the Seder, the most famous sentence among a few, I suppose, perhaps the most potent sentence is, Bechol dor vador, in every generation, chayav adam lirot et ilu hu In every generation, a person is obligated to see him or herself as though they went forward from the land of Egypt. But I want you to think about that sentence the way the rabbis might have thought about it. In other words, have the freedom to chop it up. Let's say we only look at the first part of the sentence. Bechol dor vador, in every generation, chayav adam lirot atatzmo. A person is obligated to see themselves. That's part of the message of Pesach. You have to look at yourself, at who you are. And this is part of the reason 
that we don't have chametz at the Seder. Chametz means leaven, in other words, bread. It is the central ritual in some ways. And you heard from our bar mitzvah from Alexander this morning, a beautiful drash on ritual and how important it is to our tradition. So why this ritual? Why no leaven? Why no chametz? The first reason, of course, that we receive from the tradition is the Israelites were in a hurry. They didn't have time to let the bread rise. So this is a reminder of the speed with which we had to run out of Egypt. But remember that matzah is called lechem oni, which means the bread of oppression, but also the bread of poverty. Matzah is slave bread. Matzah is the bread that you eat when you can't get anything better. And chametz in our tradition is ego. Why ego? Because chametz gets puffed up. Right? Matzah is chametz that has not been allowed to rise. Humility is ego that has not been allowed to rise. But if matzah is humility, why don't we eat matzah all year long? What is special about Pesach that forces us to look at ourselves? to understand ourselves, to examine who we are. Well, part of it, of course, is the recognition that it doesn't matter how wealthy you are, how successful you are, how secure you are, how happy you are, your ancestor was a slave. So don't think that you are especially important. Instead, you are fortunate. Because had you had all the merits that you have and all the smarts and all the drive and been a slave in Egypt, you just would have been a slave. So first of all, our own ancestry should keep us humble. Second, we remember that we should feel gratitude. And gratitude is the overflow of a humble heart. Because had we not been freed, we would still be slaves. Because our lives are surrounded with blessings. Why is this night different from all other nights? Because on this night, we get to sit in security with our families. And in Jewish history, that was nothing to be taken for granted. Pesach reminds us that we are always just one step away, one step away from pain and difficulty and sadness, one short march away from slavery. I don't think that any generation in a while has understood that in quite the way that we do. One week, Things were fine. There were some rumors. Now here we are a year later and just beginning to come out of Mitzrayim, to come out of the confinement of our homes, of our isolation, of our separation. 
once you realize that in a moment, your life can change. You have a certain humility and gratitude for this time when we are alive and you look at the matzah and you say, I have to remember, I'm not so great. I am not so great, just like the matzah. The lesson of humility is part of the lesson of Pesach. The lesson of gratitude is part of the lesson of Pesach. We clean all the chametz out from our homes. But remember that everything you do on the outside in Jewish tradition, you do on the inside too. Rav Cook, the great rabbi who was the chief rabbi of Israel before it became Israel, in the 1930s, he said, what does it mean that you clean your home of chametz? It means that you must remember that everybody's always looking for chametz in everybody else's home, but they should be looking for chametz in their own home. We are very quick to spot the ego in others and very slow to spot it in ourselves. But we are supposed to eat the matzah, every individual. We're supposed to recognize that humility and gratitude are the legacy of our tradition, of our history, and the debt we owe to the God who has allowed us to survive to this moment. So this week, I won't yet say Chag Sameach. I'll do that next Shabbat morning, God willing, right before Pesach, which is Saturday night. But I will wish you a good cleaning. May you clean your home, your soul, and may our people, when the time comes, celebrate this Pesach in safety, in health, and in peace. Shabbat Shalom.